Welcome to the Podcast News, a weekly recap of the latest and greatest podcast news and helpful tutorials curated specifically for podcast producers. My name is Aaron Dowd, and I'll be your host this week. Here are the most interesting news articles and tutorials for the first week of January 2020. This week, will the hype and drive towards profit force a lot of podcasters to decide if they're a pro or a hobbyist in 2020? The Darknet Diaries podcast shares a detailed look at their stats and analytics for 2019, and there's lots of great insights there. Mike Murphy shares a great explainer article about podcast distribution and RSS feeds, and more. All right, I hope you had a great holiday break. First up on the news this week, a changing industry amps up podcasters' ambitions from Juleka Lantigua Williams on NeimanLab.org. Quote, the sound bites about podcasting are captivating. One billion in ad revenue in 2020, 800,000 podcasts in existence, 90 million Americans listening. You can win a Pulitzer. It's all dizzying and exciting for people trying to cash in on the buzz. But some of us on the inside know that the hype and drive towards profit will force a lot of podcasters to decide if they're a pro or a hobbyist. I believe that's a good thing. Podcasts, hobbyists will experience 2020 as the year of reckoning. While some will be happy to produce an episode whenever they can find the time, others will leave full-time jobs and risk it all in podcasting. They'll borrow money, drain their savings, and tape a and take a creative leap for a chance to be as financially fulfilled as they are artistically satisfied by making shows they love. Current freelance podcast producers will find co-founders and go boldly together where each dared not go alone. They will incorporate, demand reasonable contracts, charge late fees, and reference knowledge banks like Workit's What Podcasting Pays Now and Air's Code of Fair Practices. They will take on technical and narrative challenges that will shed further light on what our genre and format can do. They will push their creativity to remain competitive, but also raise their level of difficulty to stand out. And podcasting will be better for it. End quote. Great observations from Juleka here. I was thinking last week about the very first podcast I ever made. It was very much a hobby, but my friends and I had a great time doing it. And there's nothing wrong with podcasting as a hobby. In fact, I think it provides a ton of benefits. Just maybe don't expect to make a bunch of money from it if you treat it like a hobby. Up next, Darknet Diaries stats from 2019. From the Darknet Diaries website, a detailed look at the stats and analytics for the show in 2019. Really interesting to see what was effective for them and what wasn't for growing the audience. Quote, These are some of my more significant marketing moves for the year. But above all, none of this would have made a bit of difference if our audience didn't love the content and help spread the word. If they listened and left, we'd see no growth. If they listened but didn't tell others, we'd see no growth. What you don't notice on the chart are all the thousands and thousands of listeners who stopped listening. And it was only because we had more than that start listening and stick around that we saw growth for this year. We believe word of mouth is by far the best strategy for building a large audience. Marketing plan for 2020, make amazing episodes and continue building social media. Have also started working with new producers to create more episodes. The goal is to give Patreon supporters more bonus content, end quote. 
Also worth noting here, blog posts like this one are another great way to get attention for a show and possibly get new listeners too, since people like me will share this link and talk about the article. It's smart marketing for sure. Finally, number three this week, Podcasting 101, Publishing New Episodes to Podcast Directories. This is a great article from Mike Murphy on Medium. Quote, How long does it take for new episodes to show up in the directories? I schedule my podcast episode to publish at 7 a.m. Eastern time. It's been five or 10 minutes, and it's still not in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. What's going on? Is something wrong? Did I mess up? No. Directories do not update in real time. When you schedule a new episode to publish at a certain time, you are scheduling the episode to publish to your RSS feed and not the time it will be in the directories. End quote. So this is a great tutorial about podcast distribution and how RSS feeds work. I really like the tip that Mike put in here about creating a document for your show that contains a description for your show and links to your show's RSS feed and the links for the various podcast apps and directories. Really handy thing to uh, just keep around in case you ever need a, a link. Great, uh, great tip. Great work there from Mike Murphy. All right, for notable mentions this week, Here's how indie podcasters will survive in 2020. From Richard Davies on the podcastbusinessjournal.com, quote, far too often data dominates our conversations. We're frequently obsessed by analytics, what we can quantify and measure. We think a lot about the size of things. This favors those who have a lot of money or are backed by big brands, networks, and investors with deep pockets. Our questions include, how many downloads do we have? What's our marketing budget? Where do we find advertisers or investors? When is the best time of day to release our podcast episodes? How long should they be? We should think more about the soul of things. What are our values? How do we deepen the connection with our audience? Where do we make a difference to the lives of our listeners? What are we doing to be kind and caring as we promote the work of others? How do we strengthen the ties that bind our community together? End quote. These are questions I've been thinking a lot about lately myself and part of the reason I've decided to start doing weekly video calls. Next up, you can now promote your podcast on the Castro app for $250. So $250 gets you a seven-day promotion across all categories in the Castro app. Seems like it would be better to allow you to pick a category you want to be featured in though. And uh, worth noting, the article I shared earlier from Darknet Diaries specifically mentioned that their ad buy in the Overcast app wasn't really an effective method for audience growth. They got something like, they got 278 subscribers for $550, which kind of seems like a lot of money to me. I don't know. I still think audience word of mouth or going on other podcasts is probably a more effective way to grow an audience than buying ads and podcast apps. But it's an option. From the New York Times, Dax Shepard is listening the actor's interview podcast armchair expert is very popular. Is he the next Howard Stern, Terry Gross, or something else entirely? Here's something I've been thinking about. There are multiple other celebrities doing interview podcasts like this one. So why is armchair expert more successful? It was the number one downloaded new show in Apple Podcasts last year. I think it's a combination of a few things. Number one, Dax is a great host and a great interviewer. Number two, his producer, Monica Padman, is kind of a secret weapon. Number three, they invested in great sound quality from the beginning. Number four, interviewing people with huge, passionate followings certainly doesn't hurt. 
And finally, I think this is underrated. They take and share great pictures for every single episode. I think the last one especially goes a long way, and I think it's something a lot of podcasters overlook. Since podcasting is primarily an audio, an auditory medium, uh, having things like great photographs to share on social media to kind of uh, give give people a sense of like what it's like to be there with the guest and be there with the interviewer, um, I think it goes a long way and is something more people should explore doing. Of course, then you have to you know build a nice studio or have a nice studio or recording room. Um, podcasting gets expensive. Anyways, next up, podcasting gets listener relationship management from Jake Shapiro, co-founder and CEO of Radio Public and Pod Fund on NeimanLab.org. Quote, podcasting may seem like a reach medium with significant audiences for the biggest shows, but it really shines as a depth medium. The most valuable quality is listeners' deep connection to the voices and stories in their ears. LRM, which stands for Listener Relationship Management, helps podcasters expand the range of listener touch points beyond the ad impression alone, diversifying revenue and business models to encompass other strategies such as crowdfunding, email newsletters, live shows, fan clubs, surveys, and experiments with personalization and interactivity. End quote. So after reading this article, I'm still not sure exactly what he's talking about when he says listener relationship management. But this article reminds me of a great line that I saw the that I saw the other day. It was something like the best source of revenue is multiple sources of revenue. One of the mistakes that new podcasters make is focusing too much on monetizing with ads. If you want to make money with a podcast, you have to think about the listeners and what they want and what they'd be willing to pay for. And if you ask podcast listeners what they want, I'd bet that the answer would never be ads. So for some closing thoughts, happy 2020. I hope you had a great holiday and New Year's. I've got a long list of goals for this year, so I'll check back uh, periodically and let you know how those are going. Earlier today, I sent an email out uh, to you members mentioning some new perks, including the weekly calls. So here's the details about that. I'm going to start hosting weekly hangouts for members at 9 a.m. Central Time on Saturday mornings. So let's just hang out and talk podcast news and podcasting and our shows. Just wanted to give everyone a chance to kind of get together once a week and hang out informally and just chat. So, you know, bring your podcasting setup or just bring some headphones. We'll be using Google Meet. I think that'll work nicely to start. And I've included a link in the episode notes or slash email for this episode. Let me know if you have any questions or need that link again should remain accessible for you in the episode posts at the podcastnews.substack.com. And I'm also going to be offering discounted podcast consulting sessions. So I will be doing 60-minute consulting sessions for members for $40 a session, which is a pretty significant discount over what I normally offer them. I just wanted to give people a chance to get an hour of my time and and get feedback or help on stuff and um, you know, make it affordable for you guys. And if you're interested, let me know and I'll send a link to where you can pick a time. I'm pretty flexible, but you know, since I work a day job, nights and weekends would be best. This will be limited to one session per week and will be kind of like a first come, first serve. And if I end up having more demand, maybe I can expand it to multiple sessions, but we'll see how it goes. So that's about it for this week. Hope to see some of you this coming Saturday. Have a great week and happy podcasting.